Deadline! 1929! A rural Michigan farm is the site of a pod landing. Do oh, wait. The doors are opening. Three men step out! It looks as if they're about to speak! Welcome to the Dual Sticks Podcast. This is our inaugural podcast. I am Aaron, and I am better known as GamerJunkie4413 on Xbox Live. I've got two partners in crime with me today. My first is me. <laughs> Who am I, you might ask? <laughs> I'm Trenton. Better known as Willie Efferbottom on the Xbox. And I'm here with my brother from the same mother, surprisingly. Connor, some might know me as Cancerous on Xbox Live, but that's just some. Alright guys, we are here to bring you the latest and greatest in video games. We love to talk about them, and we want you to listen to us, so uh, that's why we're recording this. Um, <laughs> so, um, without further ado, let's hit the start key. Cue music. <laughs> nice. Well, guys, we are going to go ahead and uh, start this by uh, just doing a little roundtable discussion about what are we playing. So, uh, Trenton, what you play, man? Video games. All right. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I've been playing Portal 2. All right. Uh, um, have you tried that yet? I have not tried it yet. I picked it up uh, last week and have yet to open my copy it's still sitting on the shelf sealed well i see i did the opposite i opened it and i played it and it's a hilarious game actually it's, nice. it's very funny it's uh really trippy i mean if you're if you're on any sort of hallucinogens as i am constantly then you will uh the the physics and the just the raw the, the dry british comedy is really hilarious in it the dry british comedy. And have you, have you played uh, i've seen you play it uh don't you think? I don't know how far are you in it. I'm not very far at all. I'm uh, you. I'm net, it, spoiler alert, warning. <laughs> you reanimate the corpse of the bad guy from the first game, which is Gladys. Oh no! I know. <laughs> oh, terror and ensues. Then, right, and then oh snap happens, and then that's what's up. What have you been playing, Aaron? Oh man, I, I tell you, I actually. Um, well, actually, I want to touch on Portal 2 before uh, before we go any farther. You want to touch on um, portals? Uh, no. Whoa. <laughs> there, buddy. Uh, let's keep our portals to ourselves. Um, I, uh, I, I'm i really excited for this game. I've heard a lot of great things. All the reviews out there are just outstanding for this game. Um, and I think more than anything, it, it is that comedy behind it that you talked about. But I'm also looking forward to the co-op. I've heard the co-op is actually, in some cases, the puzzles are better than the single player. So... Uh, we definitely have to throw down on this. Right. I think it's just that it adds the challenge of two people trying to... I don't know I don't know anything about the co-op. I've seen like a little thing where they make fun of it, kind of, where it's like one person shoots this portal, the other person shoots this portal, or something like that. But other than that, I don't know. Have you heard anything about it? Ben? I don't know. I was just about to ask you, is it strictly couch co-op, or is it over Xbox Live co-op? You well? can actually do over Xbox Live, which is pretty cool, um, so that you have your whole big TV to yourself. Um, and, uh, you don't have to share. 
um, which is always a good thing. You'd but want um, a mic though. What? I said you'd probably want a mic though. Oh yeah, definitely want a mic. What is he doing? <laughs> definitely something you want to talk about when exactly. you're when you're doing this because from what I've heard, yeah. you almost have to pause the game and sit there and talk about it for a minute after you kind of see what the level is doing. So um, I I think there's eight i want to say co-op missions i think there's 10 uh, single player missions mm -hmm. so the game has a lot of value in play and uh a lot of places have been putting this in at 39.99 it's only like what three weeks old well i think that might have just been uh a, like a short-lived advertisement because i went to gamestop pick up mine and it was it had gone back up Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I, I know that places are putting the prices back up right now, but I've just been really surprised that in the first couple of weeks, there's been multiple outlets that have ran it for thirty nine ninety nine, which just really surprised me on a brand new game like this that's been so widely, um, you know, touted by by the media. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited uh, to play Portal 2. I just have to take that cellophane wrapper off of it before so I So to play that. Devil's Advocate... Uh, I don't know. I, it just doesn't touch to me as a gamer, but uh, don't you think it'll, I don't know, be the same thing over and over? Or It very well could be. That's a good point. I haven't gotten that far, but uh, there has been lasers. What? <laughs> and uh, jumping posts that have just added a different element to the uh, platforming uh, way of thinking in that game. So there's that. Yeah, I definitely. I, I'm always open to these types of games that are inventive. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they do something different than what typical games do. It takes you out of that Call of Duty um, or any other general shooter. It's still considered a shooter because you're still shooting stuff. Right. Uh, and gel in some cases, uh, from what I hear. There's gel, not just lasers. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I hear that it just gives you more to the story. It evolves. And I think the character development in the story is something that a lot of people are talking very highly about, too. So it's I really feel like this is going to be a game that's going to be a complete package. I'm really excited to play it. But speaking of your Call of Duty... Yes. Have you gotten the new maps yet? I did buy the new maps, and haven't played them. <laughs> Seems to be a common theme here. Uh, I, I buy a lot of things and I don't play them because I don't have time. I'm a student and I uh, I work. You just uh, have money to throw out the window. Yeah, I'm just yeah, not rolling. I like to play. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did buy the new maps. Uh, from what I've heard, they're fantastic. They just are. like from what I've heard, Portal 2 is fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, um, You're start telling you everything. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I'm just going to believe anything. But um, uh, have you guys yeah me me and connor have bought the maps i've played the online maps you've played the zombie map i did not get very far in the zombie map i was playing with uh tony you remember yeah that's and true. uh we she died first round and i came i didn't it wasn't didn't take long for me to die but there was a giant zombie that was wielding an electrical hammer <laughs> and I I ran out of pistol ammo quickly, <laughs> so it's definitely harder than the uh, first so, couple of maps that came out. But so now it it's I got kind know. of a Resident Evil theme. Where I don't a know. X wielding dude. He's like, in the middle the of a lake. Yeah. You're in some snow. There's like only like a hallway to begin with. I didn't very, get very far. I need to play more before I start opening my mouth. The the <laughs> new maps. Uh, if you haven't. Well, you haven't, so no, I, guess I, haven't. That, I guess that, that makes sense. The new maps are kind of dark. I mean, the zoo okay. is a rundown zoo, and it's dark. Convoy is out in the open, but that's like a sniper playground. 
uh, Hotel is kind of dark. It's it's a little bit small. It's bigger. I've heard that one's actually one of the best ones. It is. It's it's really good. It's it's the smaller of the maps, but the maps are a little bit bigger. I personally. I think Nuketown is one of the funnest maps. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trent loves his Nuketown. I do. Right? I lived in Nuketown. <laughs> and on that same, on the same, while we're talking about first-person yeah, shooters. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I borrowed Crisis from you since you weren't playing. Yes. Did you hear it was fantastic? I did. <laughs> actually, that one I've personally played, and I've actually yeah. put some time in. And you know what? This is something I wanted to bring up to you with, with you playing it, because I was really happy I lent it to you. There are a lot of people that are really down on the multiplayer, and, and I asked you to specifically play the multiplayer, because I haven't really jumped into the single player too much. A little bit dabble here and there. But uh, is is it... Is it truly as bad as everybody says? Um, if if you're stuck in the mindset of Call of Duty or in, in Halo, if you're like separated and that you live in Halo or you live in Call of Duty and you can't join or marry the two, then yeah, you're probably gonna hate it. But because uh, you know you got you got the gun feel of Call of Duty, kind of like that manic, but you can also super jump and you're invisible, uh, and super armor, of course. There's that, and uh, but uh, the first game I played, we were in a train yard or something like that. And okay. I unloaded <laughs> like two clips and <laughs> and three different people, and they decided it wasn't time for them to die. And then I was killed. They just kept instantly. running, right? Yeah. And when you watch the replay, it looks like this one guy just goes, "Oh." Bam, bam, and I'm dead. I'm un I'm just unloading <laughs> round after round, John Woo slow motion dove style. Just ah, and they're and they're just like, oh whatever, sidearm, boom, boom. And I'm like, what the fun? And what so, the fun? And but after after that after that first game, uh, it got better. It, the lagginess, the wasn't lag there. wasn't there. Um, you brought up an issue that you had with it that you didn't like the fact you had to double-tap the Y button to switch your grenades. Well, again, being caught in that Call of Duty mindset, that's kind of where, where the cloaking and the special abilities come in, because you, you have them, mm -hmm. but it does change the controller scheme from what everybody's used to. And let's face it, in games, in first-person shooters nowadays, it's been a pretty universal set of controls. So... Mm -hmm. When you change that formula, you're risking somebody not liking it. And to me personally, I found the grenades to where I just flat out don't use them. Right, neither do I. What, uh, if you press Y once, what happens? You switch to your side you on. switch to your side. So yeah. you gotta quickly tap it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so quickly double tap. And, and I mean, it's not, it, it's not that big a deal. But when you're used to the Call of Duties and stuff like we are, and we play a lot of Call of Duty, mm -hmm. it, you're so used to hitting that right shoulder button to throw the grenade. And that's now going to change you to cloaking. Mm. And, and so it's different. And so, like, all I find myself doing is just not using grenades. And it's not that big a deal to me because I really, I'm kind of on the mindset that it's not as bad as everybody says. Right. It really is. And it's an all right game. Uh, so then, would you change it to more of a halo setting where you have to pick up these power-ups instead of using your energy shield to use the invisibility and the super armor like uh, instead of you can find these things like in halo oh, that's a good point i mean if you just if everybody's got invisibility i don't know it kind of adds a certain aspect to the game i haven't played it but mm -hmm. i don't know i'm not, I'm not sure 
it's you you come built in like you already have these abilities and you can recharge them and use them throughout the entire game and not just like you find one orb and then it it has to recharge for well, it. What, are the, all the abilities? Recharge. what are all the abilities? Uh, invisibility and super shield and super shield. And then your jump takes away from that, but it doesn't it doesn't um, it takes away from your power, your overall power. So if you're cloaked and you're jumping at the same time, your energy level drops even faster. But then after it dies off and it goes away, it recharges right away. And there's perks that you can buy that keep that, uh, they can actually make it feed up faster so you get them back faster. I, I don't know. I personally feel like I don't think I'd change the formula of it. I don't think I'd make it to where, because I feel like it's balanced. I, I, Halo becomes a little unbalanced when you get people that pick up those uh, those orbs and stuff and the invisibilities and stuff, especially with the sword, it, it becomes a little unbalanced in the gameplay. I feel like Crisis 2 is very balanced because everybody has those same abilities. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know if I, how I change it, but all I want is my RB back is my grenade. That's, that's all I want. I mean, I don't think it's that bad. I just want to press my button and throw a grenade at somebody so it blows them up. Well, you're talking about uh, balance, but in Call of Duty, you get a good kill streak going. You get the helicopter. Yeah, you keep killing. That's true. So uh, yep, it kind of leans toward one side. He also brings up a good point about the kill streaks. When you kill somebody in Crisis Two, you have to pick up that dog tag to build yes. up a kill yep. streak. I like that. I, I like, do too. I like that that you could steal somebody's dog tag. Yep. And then you're building up your own uh, kill streak, and I, yep. I thought that was awesome. So I, I think it's cool because it adds that like stealth feature to the multiplayer you actually have to get to that dog tag if it's a long range kill yeah. you're not gonna most likely get that kill See, that's what i was gonna ask if you if you i don't know if there's a sniper is there a sniper yeah, there's yeah a sniper. There's so if you snipe someone across the map and he drops the dog tag so can someone else come up and pick that dog yep. tag? yeah you sure can okay. yep and it may it just again it adds more to it now you don't need quite as many kills to get some of the perks that you do in call of duty mm -hmm. and the perks don't feel quite as powerful as they do in call of duty that laser beam that comes down from the sky after seven kills i think it is it's kind of like the helicopter but it's very one path and you can run out of that path it, it's not necessarily going to mow everybody down on yeah. the map so mm -hmm. um you know but uh, I I really think Crisis Two is is a solid game. Um, I I think that it gets a lot of bad rap for the lag, but I feel like EA has done a good job and and Crytek has done a good job of addressing that lag issue. And and I really feel like it's a multiplayer that if people continue to play it, it grows on you. It's not one that is like Call of Duty where you pick it up and you're like instantly hooked. You got to play a little bit to get hooked on it, but once you do. I know I've actually played that a little bit more than Call of Duty lately, yeah. as far as multiplayer. And they did just bring out new maps this past week for it, uh, 800 Microsoft points, so not that bad. It's actually a little cheaper than the Call of Duty maps, and I think you get four maps with it as well, so not a bad value there. Um, anything else you've been playing? Uh, is that wrap it up? Personally, uh, no. Uh, besides Portal 2 and uh, Call of Duty... A little crisis. A little crisis. Ah. Uh, yeah, you're whispering. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, just some of the, uh, the arcade games like Baby Maker Extreme. Oh, it's just a guilty pleasure. Uh, <laughs> Connor, what have you been doing? I've been playing. Uh oh. Sorry. What's uh oh? 
I never played that game. <laughs> Me either. I don't know. <laughs> is it great? <laughs> Tell me, is it great? Those are technical difficulties. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I'm All right. sorry. Anyway, but I've been playing uh, RPGs. I'm an RPG kind of guy. I've been playing Fable uh, recently. Replaying it, right? Replaying it, yeah, because when I first played it, I was... It, it, Fable length, 3. Fable 3, yeah. Fable 3. The length okay. of it just... I went by it so quickly. I, I kind of was really disappointed, and I sold it to get the... With the Force Unleashed 2, and which was don't buy it. That's a plug in for that game. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Well, if, you played the, if you played the first one, you played the second one. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, spoiler alert there. <laughs> but uh, Fable 3, I mean, you are you enjoying it more the second time around? Well, I definitely uh, went through it more thoroughly. Okay. See what I could do a lot more. I downloaded the downloadable content. Uh, which which of the down? I know there's a couple. Did you download uh, the, them? There's the Traders Keep and the uh, oh goodness, goodness the Underground something. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. For some reason, maybe because I've already started playing it before I downloaded the content, but I couldn't get Traders Keep, so I haven't played that. But okay. the uh, the other one, uh, it was it was pretty. It was just like a n- normal mission. There's a whole bunch of little like things you had to do, and you get down to this little town where it was it, it was really good if you're evil but i was being good so I, oh, okay yeah so okay I, it was like a factory and you can the good get these boy. people work for you yeah nice yeah but uh trenton have you, you've played fable 3 correct i beat Before. it yeah. okay all right and i mean do you are you watching him play it now with these new with this new downloadable content that you bought this time around how do you feel about that i uh for me uh, and not playing the first one or the second one. You said you got the most enjoyment out of the first one, right? Yes, I did. It was it, the story was deeper. It was definitely longer. It was it was. You it was were, new at the time. Yeah, well, that. But you were more of the hero. Where the second one, it was about like you and the world, and it was kind of that decision making. Well, well, the decision making wasn't really there. That's what I really liked about Fable Three: the decision making. It was all about the decisions, but there wasn't enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because okay. once you're king, you get to do like a couple things, and then you just wander. Oh, okay. Start nailing whores and whatnot. <laughs> well, hey. Getting STDs. I, 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 got on, I got online. Uh, you can get into other people's worlds and stuff. And I kept joining other people's worlds, and they were all evil. And they were just killing people. Because <laughs> there's really nothing else to do after that. Like a little GTA yeah, fable? Much, yeah, <laughs> Okay. They Fireball were... this guy. Shoot this guy. They were they were your snake to your mongoose. <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, I gotta say, I, I actually picked up Fable 3 for the first time. I owned it once before and never got the chance to play. But this time I actually have cracked it over. I've started playing it. Um, I was a big Fable 2 fan. Mm-hmm. I really liked Fable 2 a lot. I enjoyed the the gameplay of it and stuff but the one thing i will say about fable 3 while the uh whole king thing so far seems kind of cool and i see the story and it's not bad it's not a horrible story but it's not the greatest either it's okay and uh you know what i'm seeing with this fable 3 this time around is that uh it's there are long periods of walking that are super boring, mm-hmm. and that's the part that I'm having a little time, a little hard, 
time holding my attention to because like I just did a mission where I, I grabbed this chick and, and we were walking holding hands and mm-hmm. I was trying to beat the longest that my friends have done uh-huh. as far as holding hands yeah. which I do think is really cool yeah, I will I like say that. that's kind of a plug that I'll put there it's kind of neat that you can actually see what your friends have done and how you compare to that mm-hmm. and this time around what I what I did was I went through these different levels and I'm walking and I meet this four pack of wolves and I beat them and I'm walking and I beat this four pack of wolves and that's it to this level and I find it and then I just have to walk back which I was like really there's nothing more to the game here it's just kind of there you know I mean like where where is this going it's the journey yeah I guess it's just the journey it's It's to get from point A to point B and then uh, in the middle of it uh, get STDs oh okay uh, our houses well I was also going to say that uh, I downloaded some of the downloadable content and I wanted to tell some people before they rush out and buy it like I did Uh, the industrial night armor it's pretty cool I mean it was only two dollars you know it was uh, 160 Microsoft points, not too bad. No. But then there was the hairstyles. There's cornrows, afro, and kind of like an emo look where the hair comes down in the front. Oh, okay. And honestly, I don't know if that was worth buying. It should have been in there in the first place because uh, in Fable, there are so many different choices you could have for your hair and then your beard. But uh, what I didn't like about Fable 2 and 3, there was, it seems like there was less choices. Okay. And you were restricted to these clothes over here where... I don't know. I just oh, I like Fable so much. Uh, Fable: The Lost Chapters. It was. Oh okay. Yeah. Then they they went away from that kind of role playing. I guess you could say. Yeah. Entirely. They because, changed it up. Yeah. And that's I. That's what Peter Molinux is known for. He's he's always got to be the innovator, and I have yeah. no problem with that. But sometimes that's that's the problem with being new and innovative is that it. Um, you know, it dies, you know, and you just, you lose it, you don't have the, um, you don't have it anymore, and you don't have something new, and it doesn't work properly. Well, I, uh, that's kind of the, in the game, like, as you get towards the end, you're king, and you're just wandering around, like, king of England, just kicking in doors, <laughs> you don't have to do, you don't have to do much of anything, you make those decisions, and then you know, it's it's really done after yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What about after that? You're still king. Yeah. There's still decisions like that need to be made other than these big decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, you touch on them. here's you know the I mean? thing that I'm getting out of Fable 3. Because, and not a lot of people own them, but I own a Windows phone. I, I was big proponent to Windows phone. I love the uh, OS on there. And I'll touch on that when I go. But anyway, Fable 3 is linked to this because there's a game on there called Fable Coin Golf. And it's really neat because it gives you a little story and basically places you on a board and you flick a little coin all over the place. But the coin that you earn in that is equal to a 100 coin in the game. And if you have the Traders Keep downloadable content, all that coin transfers to your game. And you can even go back and replay those levels on the phone and continue to earn coin. So I really like the link between them. It mm-hmm. actually gives me a purpose to play the phone game mm-hmm. and play Fable 3. And it kind of keeps me going. I like that balance. And it also gives you a weapon in there at the end that you couldn't get anywhere else other than playing the game. So I do like, for me, that's actually why I went and bought Fable 3. Was I really wanted to see how it linked up and to see what maybe they could do in the future with that. But that's what I was really excited about with Fable 3. Mm-hmm. I got a suggestion. I don't know, maybe my two cents worth. But 
when he when Malinu was talking about uh, the uh, he said from Fable Two to Fable Three they they took back the camera to make it so you can fight more people at a time. And I was I was like, yeah, cool, I can't wait to see that. But when I started playing it, I was like, well, why not zoom the camera in and make it, uh, you know, an in-depth battle between you know, person one on to one. person or two or to three, you know. More you, RPG yeah. style. Make well, it like, yeah. more like, yeah. Right. Make a boss battle, like an yeah. like intense. Well, they, he, it seems that he's done that. Uh, Fable 1, there's Twin Blade. Mm -hmm. uh, Fable 2, uh, Drawn a Blank. In Fable Three, <laughs> that's quite a name there. <laughs> exactly, there was that Sayer person, and uh, then there weren't really too many bosses after that. And um, I don't know. That's yeah. I, I some people like it, some people don't. I I I could use a boss. I'm liking it so far. I, I'm I'm looking forward to continue to play. Whether I'll actually finish it or not, I'm not. I'm not really big on finishing games. I, I've always been known for that, but um, <laughs> especially if they're a little bit older. But um, just heard that they're fantastic. Yeah, I just hear they're fantastic, and that's where we go with it. I just look uh, at the case and go, wow, I bet you this was awesome, and I just sell it away. <laughs> Have you been playing anything else, John? Uh, well, I mean, I've just been going through all my RPG games, uh, like Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2. Great games. Yeah, uh, I liked I liked Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age Awakenings, and Dragon Age 2. Oh, all right. Yeah, uh, you do something in Dragon Age Origins that carries on to Dragon Age 2 and makes it kind of a different game, you know, that's this little cool. story. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I got two worlds, too, and uh, it's just not captivating. It's <laughs> so uncaptivated. It's not jerking my kirk. Exactly. <laughs> when you look at the map and the stuff you got to do, is this whole huge map, and there's so much stuff to do, apparently, but it's just, just so unentertaining to me unorganized I, yeah exactly and i love rpg games to the fullest like i'm still playing oblivion <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> die hard exactly yeah. i've i've maxed out my characters more than a few times and i'm still playing it and i i just can't grasp two worlds too i don't know what it is about it's it. a disappointment yeah, I, guess so. I mean it was it was deemed to be bigger and better than the first one and the first one had so many problems mm -hmm. and from what i've seen they haven't really fixed the second one at all and it's really unfortunate so anything else you've been watching you've been playing any well movies uh, like no but uh, i i, I will get to that okay, <laughs> hold your horses <laughs> don't steal my thunder <laughs> <laughs> but, i don't know um it was really not it's too much for All me right. to play i'm an rtpg kind of guy and Fair it enough. seems like they're saving those for you know, <laughs> yeah later in the quarter, year you're yeah. gonna be set yeah, yeah, exactly. so i don't well, know which to play first I guess I'll uh, I guess I'll go and uh, this is actually kind of the moment I've been waiting for all day. <laughs> Me and Trent have been hanging out most of the day and we've been creating our and we've been getting the website up and running and all that good stuff. And it's absolutely killed me not to talk about this game with him. So I cannot wait right now. <clears throat> and that is uh, La La Noir. Oh. Um, we went to the midnight launch last night. We did. Um, and we sat outside and we <laughs> ate some pizza and we drank some pop with some pretty fun people at GameStop. And uh, and they did some pretty cool giveaways and we'll get to that later too because we have a nice little giveaway for everybody that's going to listen to us for <laughs> yeah. the first time uh, from that midnight launch. But um, so La Noir is a totally different game than what we're used to from Rockstar. Okay. It is so different; it's not even funny. And I'm 
I'm in, uh, I, I've become a traffic cop. Yep, uh, I'm out too. of the general ranks. I was a little surprised at how fast you got out of that. Because uh, uh, that was something I was looking forward to, is that, like, the gradual, the game is huge. Yeah, it's, it is. It expands over three discs. Yeah, yeah. Three, three discs. Didn't <laughs> Repeat stutter. that, Trenton. Didn't stutter, folks. <laughs> three discles. Yeah. You thought Mass Effect 2 was huge with two discs. Nah. Boom. Third disc Boom. in your face. <laughs> and, and it's... It, I and one thing after you finish one mission, you uh, after the main mission, I must mm. say, the the case that breaks you, you get you get a little end screen and it shows you like it says twenty one missions and it says newspapers yep. and I was wondering, I have I don't know I don't have the the uh, phone book that is the strategy guide <laughs> yeah, so I can't, but I wonder if that twenty one missions is for the first disc or if it will span all discs. I, I don't know anything about that, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I didn't look too in depth that that. Um, I know the newspapers are carrying over because I've picked up a couple newspapers and mm -hmm. it says thirteen. It says so thirteen. I'm a little confused by these newspapers. I, I'm not. I'm not seeing the connection yet. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it, but I, I think it's kind of to throw you a little because it goes it to your main character's backstory. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's where it's like instead of having to do a backstory for your character, you just watch a movie and you're like, yep. oh, okay, oh. that's why he's a freaking nutcase. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are these newspapers and what do they contain? They they contain an article that trigger a memory from your character and it plays. Oh, okay. It's a cutscene. Right. Okay. So what? I don't I don't know if it. It leads you down further the rabbit hole, or <laughs> if it's just like, hey, here's a little it's extra It's this something. professor you had in college, mm -hmm. and he he has some, like, ability to, like, he's working with veterans and stuff and healing them, so you're a veteran, so maybe in the end somehow this doctor has this, like, I don't know, connection to you again, mm -hmm. where he comes back and he's cured you in some way or something. I, I don't know. I will say... Um, it is not without flaw. Yeah, I I, I am I'm happy with it so far. I like the investigation stuff. Um, <clears throat> it's slower than any Rockstar game you've played to date. Mm -hmm. um, it does progress slow. It's um, it's more about the story and the facial animations, which you absolutely have got to watch every single person's performance. There's over fifty actors in this. And it is like watching a movie. There is a reason it was invited to the Sundance Film Festival yeah, this year. It's pretty good. Any big name actors? Uh, not that I know of. I, I know there's a couple. I've seen some pictures of the actors, but... They're not big name, but you will definitely know them from like TV. Uh, like the one guy that... Well, I, spoiler alert, there's a guy outside of a, uh, a pub or whatever that knows your character. And yeah. He's been in movies, and I don't know... And there's some people that like look familiar, their voices sound familiar, and the cool thing about the way they did it was they used the Avatar technology from Avatar the movie mm -hmm. um, to where they use those sensors and, and track every single facial animation that you have. And basically, they just took those same actors and plugged their faces into the game. They didn't right. change them at all. They're, I mean, it's like watching a movie. Mm -hmm. it, very cool. I, uh, But again, not without flaw. Um, i noticed a couple times there's a lot going on in the game mm -hmm. there's a lot of graphics in the game and it's beautiful but there are some noticeable frame rate issues when you get into areas of heavy densely populated graphical um problems there what? that where it just it plummets and your character becomes very jerky one thing i've mm -hmm. noticed is uh not well mostly in the cutscenes, is that rockstar has made it that the facial feature is the main yes. thing. That's the only thing they want you to look at yep. as it's playing. Because if you look, 
You can the, the face is great, mm-hmm. like the expressions, but the background and everything just takes a dive. It does. It, and does. it just, You're right. It it flattens out, and I I don't know if they did this on purpose to make the facial expressions steal the show, but it I, I, that's the only thing I noticed when I was playing. I was like, why is the background such you know what what happened? But in game, it's beautiful. In game, it's great. It's really. Oh, I was really gonna ask. Uh, so uh, when you're making your uh, when you're doing your investigation and you're looking at someone's face and he's telling you and maybe he's fidgeting or whatever, is this also when you're walking around in-game? Not when it's just a cutscene? No, or it's only when you're interrogating that yep. person. Oh, yeah. So there's an interrogation? Right. Yep, there's and, interrogations. There's and, three and, options. Oh, there's three? There's three. three. There's truth, there's doubt, and there's lie that you can choose from. And in the first one, I will say, I just about got so frustrated, I almost threw my <laughs> controller. Because I, I think I know what you, I think yeah. you know what I'm gonna say. Yeah. There is a period in the beginning where when you're invest or when you're interrogating your first person to make your break into traffic cop, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rockstar was so mean. <laughs> you assholes. <laughs> you guys made it to where you cannot skip that cutscene again. Right. So if you get it wrong and you ask the wrong question, it replays it all over again. And there's there's three sets of questions. So if you get to the last one and you do it wrong, you go all the way back to That's the beginning. Right, yeah. They were evil, evil people when they developed that. But they give you one intuition point, mm-hmm. which I used at that point to begin with. And actually, it's kind of nice to see. I don't know. Have you used both intuition? I haven't used any intuition yet. Okay. I, used, I have used community... Uh, Two or three times. Mm. And um, I do like how once you get past that point that your decisions, you don't have to go back and replay them. You just flat out get it wrong. And they don't allow you to ask that person any more questions if they get super ticked off at you or anything, which is really kind of cool. So the story keeps going even if you ask the wrong question. Exactly. Kind of like Heavy Rain. Yeah. Uh, okay. it, it does exactly what Heavy Rain does, where no matter what you do, the story keeps progressing. And so you can get except, the, except you can get the wrong first, guy. Except in that first. Except in that first <laughs> devil <laughs> of a person. Well, the thing I thought was kind of <laughs> weird. I mean, I love the game so far. It's awesome. Yes. It's, the, it's the game I've been waiting for since way back in the day when I seen something along these lines on only PCs where you, you have to search the entire yeah. scene and you yep. have to look for every clue. A friend of mine was telling me about this game where it was like, it was almost like just pixels on the screen where you had to do this. It was an old cop game. I can't remember what it was called. I can't remember either, but there, it was a better graphic one. It was kind of like a CSI or whatever. Yeah, I don't so, think it was yeah. that, but it was on the PC and you had to pick through every piece of information in the room. You know, if you miss something, you miss something. But if you yeah. found the great break, that that's what I've been waiting for a very long time to come to consoles. Yeah. And uh, I think it's awesome. But uh, one thing that I, I had an issue with is that, you know how it's supposed to be the truth, easy, deny, medium, and lie is hard? Yes. It, it's like deny and lie... He's like yelling at the person. Yeah. He's like, he's like, no, f that. He's like, (laughs) when you say deny, you're like, okay, he's gonna go light. He's like, you're lying ass bitch. He's like, what? That's not what I meant. You're just supposed to be like. I thought he was gonna be like smooth. It was gonna be more gradual. Right. The grad. Like if I was gonna say lie, he's just gonna go at him hard and be like, I have the gun right here. I put it to my head. (laughs) And deny, he's gonna be like, all right, all right, you say that. He's intense. He's very intense. But I like how I like. One thing the, where you can deny and then go to your notebook and be like, nope, you're lying because this is what I got here. Yep. And they have to be like, oh, sugar snaps. I <laughs> I guess you got me. But uh, see, the other thing I was a little surprised about too was with those three choices, 
I also, like, I understand what you're saying about his reaction, yeah. but I did think doubt and lie would be a little bit closer to where, like, if it was actually lie and you chose doubt, you'd still be able to maybe go towards lie if they give you a little bit more information, mm-hmm. but it's just flat out a wrong answer. Right. Well, I, there's one thing in deny that... Or you, doubt. Or doubt. Uh, yeah. Uh, doubt, yeah. That if you're looking in your notebook, you don't have it. You can press B and back right. out of that. You'd be like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I guess I got it wrong. Yep. And then you could go back through that set, and which is cool. So I guess I really didn't do that. You I guys just kind of kind of Chinese to a person who hasn't played it yet. <laughs> Who's right. Well, no, well, because uh, so you click doubt, then he goes to his notebook, or you can go to your notebook whenever. You could deny. You, you can and yeah, it, doubt it, and then you can go back to the notebook. You can press B and go back to your notebook. Compare your notes against what you're doubting. But you can go to the notebook at whatever whatever point. At at any point, just to look over there. Just to look. But if you want to use it against them, you go to the, you press down. Don't you have to use an intuition point to do that? No. No? What is this intuition? Intuition you gain, it's kind of like experience in a role-playing game where you gain these intuition points as your uh, character levels up. And basically they're almost like little cheats. Yeah. They cross off things that aren't useful in your notebook or it'll give you, like the community one, it actually tells you what other cops in that same situation, how they would react. Would it be a truth, doubt, or lie? Real cops? It gives you a percentage. No, I think it's uh, from the, the game. Uh, Yeah, it's all game-based. But well, I mean, I, that's, what, uh, that's what I meant. I meant or, or like somebody else from like another council, what they chose. See, that's what I thought when I read that. Yeah. It's like what others have found or whatever. Yeah. I was like, is that I, like linked? So far, so far what I'm thinking is it's more like cops within your bureau and stuff, how okay. they would react in that. Right. I don't know. I, I've actually found it quite useful. It's yet to be wrong for me so uh and i've used it i think twice um but i do have to say i was a little bit surprised that in some of the in-game stuff like one that sticks out is the the car with the blood and Mm. and that's as far as i'll go i don't want to spoil it too much for anyone but the graphics in that weren't very impressive. I was like the inside sur- of the car. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind of takes was a dive. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised, but did you want like actual brains on the dashboard? Well, no. <laughs> I was just surprised that because it looked flat. Yeah, uh, like you true. said, the the steering wheel looked almost like it was pressed right up against the dashboard. Mm-hmm. There was no depth to it, and I understand like you're able to look around and that adds a little depth, but just a little surprising. I do. Like many outlets have said, and I've read a couple of reviews, and most people are giving around a nine. And they're, you know, I think Rockstar sometimes gets the benefit of the doubt because of what they create, mm-hmm. and their games are so strong. I mean, let's look at the titles they brought out. They brought out Grand Theft Auto 4, which was a fantastic game, two expansions that could have been standalones by themselves. Red Dead Redemption, which is it's in my yeah, yeah, I mean exactly. it's one wow. of the best games I've ever played. Yeah, 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 it was definitely. And then crazy. and then Undead Nightmare, which is basically another standalone, right. but they give it to you as an expansion. They are known for giving very very strong material, but it's kind of nice to see that they're also they're at able least to step yeah, outside they, themselves. yeah they're able. Well, not only are they able to step outside themselves, but they're they're flawed. You know, they're not perfect, mm-hmm. and, and outlets are actually acknowledging that. Mm-hmm. And I, But everything I've seen, and I recommend the same thing, everybody should play this game once. Exactly. Everybody should at least give L.A. Noir a shot mm-hmm. because it's 
it is phenomenal. Mm. It, I mean, so far, I'm really impressed. I'm a little scared at three discs because I'm scared. Well, number one, I'm even going to freaking finish it. But um, number two, <laughs> I, I am scared that the, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hear it's fantastic. I got a third of a quarter of a way to the disc one, and I was like, this is, this is going to be too fantastic for me. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the thing for me that I'm a little scared about is that it's going to become a little drawn out. It's going to be a little too long. Maybe, but see, the that's pacing. what I was thinking. What I was thinking is, uh, you got to say that the graphics take a dive, and maybe that's where they try to compensate for uh, uh, disc space, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was thinking maybe, I don't know how long each investigation is, or maybe when you get to bigger investigations, it takes longer. Yeah, and, and I, I think as you progress, you're going to get bigger cases that are going to like pertain to the overall story. I think right now you're just... You're doing the little deeds. You're do you're you're paying your dues right. basically, I, like any cop. Because I was when we when I started it, I was anticipating being a beat cop for a little bit longer. Yeah, me too. Than what yeah. I, like what is it three? Yeah, if about even three, uh, about, even, about even that, cases. yeah, it's just it's really short. About three cases, you're a beat cop, and I I thought that would be more interesting to start off that way and then have to get yourself a case to. To break it, yeah, and, like and you, do. Break, you do, you like do, but it, it happens really, really fast. It happens really fast. I was very surprised. Um, I kind of expected to be a little bit farther through it to this point when we were going to discuss it, but unfortunately, uh, I crashed when I got home. <laughs> I turned it on. I literally flipped on the system, had the controller in hand, uh, pressed start, got started in the story just a little bit, and I was gone. Next thing, I woke up. My uh, console and TV were still on, and I was out. <laughs> In the chair, passed out last night. So. With a gun and a note in my hand. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Lost. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, clue. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely play this game. It's really I do really have good. a question. Uh, through when they were talking about it, did they say that there's going to be a big investigation that's going to be make the game? They said it. the main case, the one you're working on, yeah. is... Reminiscent of the Black Dahlia case. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's that's it the compares. main one. Mm -hmm. okay. But you don't get to that until, until like, you're further along as a detective. Right. Which, again, that's again what I'm a little worried about is these. Are, do these small cases actually pertain to anything? Well, in the maybe, big case? I, did maybe, hear, maybe I did hear that the one, one of the larger cases comes back to one of the. Versus first case that you had when you were trapped. Okay, well that's kind of cool. That I, I, I'm not 100% sure where I heard that, but I'm 100% sure I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was said, but I heard it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, um, I, that's basically all I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of the same things you guys have, which is really kind of cool because we can bounce these things back and forth off each other. Mm -hmm. um, but um, and in the Windows Phone 7, I will put a little... Uh, thing in there about that. I've played a few games on there. Uh, love how I can uh, gain Xbox Live points and achievements on my phone. I think that's pretty cool. It gives me incentive to play them. Yeah. Uh, and they look fantastic. Um, I've been playing The Blob Revolution, which is a puzzler, uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, Hexic HD, which I love Hexic on the Xbox, sometimes gets overlooked as a pretty good puzzler. Um, and it's on the phone, and it, it has a. Actually, it's Hexic HD Rush. It actually adds a new game mode to it, which is pretty cool. Um, and, uh, tried a couple demos on there and stuff, nothing too much, but it's really fun. I love Windows Phone. Um, if you're an Xbox Live gamer, it's, it's really awesome to have. How much a month? Uh, well, what, I'm, I'm on Sprint, yeah. um, and it's, I share a plan with 
with my wife. It's uh, one fifty a month, I think it is for the share plan, fifteen hundred minutes. But um, the phone itself, Sprint only has one, and it just came out in uh, March, and it is the uh, Arrive, the HTC yeah. Arrive. Um, it does have some cool features. It has a slide out keyboard that actually tilts up. That um, but uh, yeah, whoa, whoa <laughs> blow your mind. Bragging about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. How much? Uh, it was one ninety nine ninety nine with a new contract, two so years like service agreement. So it's, yeah, <laughs> basically, but what phone isn't nowadays? Yeah, like a Wii with um, it. Yeah, exactly. You can get Wii cheaper than phone, but uh, but you know, it's it's really cool. Netflix on your phone is pretty neat. Oh, cool. Um, I haven't really uh, I haven't really done too much with that because it becomes kind of pixelated when your uh, service oh, drops down. But yeah. I mean, that's to be expected. If you're in a Wi Fi area. Runs really smooth. It looks fantastic. Well, they got 12G coming out. Uh, yeah, 12G. Um, <laughs> we can't even get 4G in our area. Yeah, uh, AT&T just got 3G like two months ago in our area. Yeah. Come on. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, other than that, I haven't really been doing too much. I've uh, We went and saw Fast and Furious, or Fast Five, Five a couple weeks ago, which was pretty good. Everybody is touting this movie because of The Rock and Vin Diesel. It's a good movie. It, don't get me wrong. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. Um, but, uh, you know, you can tell they're baby oiled a lot, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of creepy. I mean, The Rock uh, is chiseled. One of chiseled on my a... back, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. mine. I did hear uh, that Paul Walker actually had it in his contract. He couldn't touch a bottle of baby oil on set. <laughs> I mean, like, they got a whole pallet of baby oil, and he's like, man, I'll just sneak a little yeah. in. They're like, oh, contract void. You're done. Yeah, $14 million uh, or baby oil? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know about tough that. choice. <laughs> but um, if you're the rock, smooth. maybe it is. It's just a tough choice. But, uh, but baby oil to wake he, up. Was, he was he good in baby it. Oil. <laughs> exactly, he does. Um, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Rock was really cool being in there. But <laughs> there's a couple things about The Rock being in there I didn't like. And number one, that was that um, he made Vin Diesel look fatter. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, Vin Diesel, The Rock has been preparing for the WWE comeback, <laughs> and he's super chiseled. I mean, this guy is, like, chiseled in stone. <laughs> um, or a rock sometimes. Or a rock. <laughs> oh. oh uh, but, um. <laughs> I had a writer help me write that one. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Um, <laughs> I hope you paid him, huh? Yeah, yeah he was a Jew. Whoa. 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 Come on, dude. <laughs> Just got real there for <laughs> Yeah, I did. Nah. But, uh, you know, I, <laughs> the part that got me about The Rock was that every line he delivered was a WWE line. Like, he had to, like, kind of flex at the end. And really? he was, like, it was so exaggerated. It was, it was comical. <laughs> the writing in the movie was atrocious. <laughs> I have not seen a movie with that bad of writing in a long time. If you're going for a story, don't go see it. <laughs> just go see it for the action. Just assume you've seen it before. Yeah. And maybe bring some headphones and listen to a book on tape. <laughs> exactly. And, like, you know, but you do have to take off the headphones for one line... And uh, it was priceless. Are you wearing your Thunderwear? Yeah. I mean, that was that was awesome. I, I mean, I, that just stuck. I mean, there was, <laughs> there was some good one-liners in the movie, but that was by far the best. Uh, other than The Rock saying, oh, what was it? Um, whatever you do, uh, get the fuck out of my way. Right, yeah, exactly. it was something, something to that effect. That was hilarious. Right. I love that. Um, but you could see... All his lines you could see coming. Yeah, you could. He's, he's just that guy. It's it, it's like I have a gun. You're gonna die now. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, wow. All right. Well. 
guess I'm gonna. That know. was no, novel. Sh- no, Shakespearean. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I mean, Oscar nomination exactly. coming up for the round. I was just about to say I didn't know he was getting ready for WWE comeback hey, or whatever. Yeah. But I was gonna say how does it feel to never be able to shake the rock like Rudy? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they got that they got from Rudy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, other than that, it was a great movie. It definitely, definitely uh, would recommend seeing it if you're an action film fan. All right, guys, we are back here with Dual Sticks. We, uh, we have returned. Yeah. Triumphantly. We have. To you, we haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Don't exactly. Worry. Don't worry. We're not going anywhere. We're going to be around for a while. No field trips. Uh, the uh, the next segment we've got is uh, the main screen. Yeah, it's time to move on to the main screen. Yeah. The, this is the big attraction. So, What is the main screen? Oh, the main screen is where we are going to talk about a topic uh, that kind of pertains to video games at this time. Right now, we thought a perfect topic... Uh, for this segment would be, um, since we're coming up on E3, we have uh, just a couple weeks, um, and we all know that the Wii 2 has been confirmed, the Wii Stream, or uh, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Oh, yep, yeah. think about it. Uh, the Wii Wii. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the Wii Wii Stream, because it's Wii 2 Stream. Exactly. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> but uh, whatever it is going to be called, Nintendo has confirmed it, and there's a lot of discussions about the Xbox 360, the successor to it, uh, the EA actually has the development kits for the new Xbox, and they are currently developing games for it. So there's a lot of questions about, is it going to undercut? Our topic for the week is actually going to be um, new consoles. What do we expect the next gen to look like? What is your price that you would pay for one? And what does it have to have for you to pay that price? And actually jump ship from what you currently have. Let me so. cut in here really quick. And yeah. uh, so let me start by saying, how much was the PS3 when it first came PS3 out? PS3 when it first came out, I believe was either four ninety nine or five ninety nine. It was five ninety nine. And they still had. Uh, I I couldn't tell you how many people actually went out and bought it when it was still like six hundred. There's a lot of early adopters out there that will just run out and buy anything. It's new technology. Well, anything new. Exactly. See, what so. I was gonna say is when the Xbox 360 first came out, people rushed out and bought it for regardless of the price. Yep. And then there were so many Red Ring of Death and then overheated so ungodly fast. And they were like, well, here's these fans that actually killed it faster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yep. And uh, so I, I just want the, you know, the console to work when I get it. <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. Look forward to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the main thing it has to do is work out of the box. Exactly. That's the key. Um, so the Wii 2 has had a lot of things rumored about it, what it's going to have, a 6-inch screen installed in the, installed in the controller itself. Is that um, going to be a part of gaming, or do we not know? We don't know much of anything <laughs> what, at this point. What I was thinking about that 6-inch controller, it's like, is it going to be another boomerang controller? Is it just yep. going to be a mock-up of like, here's what we could do, wouldn't that be cool? Yep. And then they're going to just completely flip it around and do like a regular controller is it like a bait and switch they're like hey come look at our sweet controller and it's like oh look this is like it's like a pimped out super nintendo controller yeah, exactly you know? <laughs> yeah or and the we um whatever that the, yeah that we can we remote pro or whatever yeah, the pro whatever controller was, yeah whatever that that was. Was. we're not we gamers just yeah. so you know we don't <laughs> play with our wee wee I, yeah. I think that's the problem well, uh, well, i well. heard that <laughs> that they're going towards more hardcore gaming though they are. so yep. maybe I'll is, pick is it up is that why they made the system black get, get uh-huh. you, is, instead of that white 
Uh, hey, you know, I'm here. Hey, kinda, yeah. you know, I'm here for a party, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, get out of here. It's dark and dingy, and I need to play safe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, you know, the other things that are rumored about the Wii 2 is that it's going to have 1080p graphics. It's going to have better graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, it's actually more powerful than the PS3 and 360. Mm-hmm. There's another amazing. question that we have to beg to ask here, and that is, is... The Wii doing the smart thing right now by trying to be the first console out of the gate, or are they just playing catch up? Are they? Pl- yeah, I think exactly. that's what it is to be honest. Because uh, wh- when did they come out last time? They're like, hey, we got this motion sensor controller, and look at us, and and, and they really and did set the bar as far as motion yeah, but controls. Let's look at the PlayStation and Xbox. And yeah, they, they, they got the connect, but, yep. but they flopped. I mean, they were well, more what, towards family gaming and right. family gaming. But I think, I think what they, they did. Was that they uh, anticipated the wrong audience? They like okay, yeah. we're gonna have this. We're gonna get the hardcore gamers, and what they actually got was grandparents, yeah, and <laughs> really young kids, and they missed the big hardcore gaming section. They did fifteen to yep. thirty range. Yep, yep, they and did. They completely overshot those people by making it uh, not necessarily having the hardcore games. They had uh, Zelda's and mm-hmm. then Mario's, but. With the controllers and the way that it was laid out, it kind of pushed away the hardcore who were just like, I just want to play, man. I don't want to stand up. I'm eating, you know, waffle chips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm drinking burr. And <laughs> burr. <laughs> we like the burr. And, uh, and I just I just want to play the game. You know, I don't want to stand, you know. What the yeah. hell? But, but let's, say, let's say this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a flop because you can't be the top selling console for almost two straight years and mm-hmm. be a flop. It, you could be a flop in spirit. You can be a flop in spirit to the hardcore mm-hmm. and that's where I think they flopped. Was they flopped to the hardcore demographic because the people that went out and bought the Wii were the people that went out and bought the system itself for Wii Sports. Mm-hmm. They didn't continue to buy. If you look at software sales, that's where the Wii flopped. Right. Because nobody continued to buy those games. It was more of that party system that's exactly what, exactly what you were saying the baseball and the the bowling and whatnot yep exactly basically the out of the gate gimmick the show off what you right. what it can exactly. do yeah your yep. initial this is what you can do with the so controllers that's, that's now what go I buy meant. dead space that's what i meant by it. yeah a flap <laughs> well that you got the wii itself but what do you get with the wii you know? yeah you, mm-hmm. and there are good games for the wii i have owned a wii before um and there are good, i have owned <laughs> i do not currently Past own tense. Yes, um, I've moved to Connect uh, with my kids, but uh, how is it? Uh, Connect is really good. It's it's a, it again. Nintendo set the bar for it, but let's <clears throat> let's kind of look at it, at the fact that they're bringing out a system that looks like it's going to pertain to the hardcore gamers. Mm-hmm. The question is, is like I said, uh, is it a system that's a filler? Is it a system that's playing catch up? Is it the next Dreamcast? Oh, mm. I love the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, Dreamcast was a fantastic system, it's, but let's face it, it was the death of Sega. It was, and what reminds me, you know, <laughs> if you don't remember, uh, viewers at home, that the Dreamcast the had listeners. A, a, no, they're viewing this. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. They're closing their eyes, like, I can picture them. <laughs> He's probably chiseled like the rock. I know, they're all like the Baby oil. oil. <laughs> oil. Okay. They're all talking, you know, the GLT to do, or what, what is that, GTL. It, <laughs> Uh, Gibberish, J- J- Jersey Shore. Okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but... I know. Uh, and so therein lies what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget it's, it's, the window in the controller? Where you know 
it, it wasn't a touch screen. The VMU. The VMU, yep. where you could like watch your character or whatever in the game, and then with some little stuff like that, I think it's it's pretty much the same thing. They're like they took they're like okay, well I guess Sega can't do, but now they're implementing a huge touch screen. But here's why they call or so far the name for it has been rumored as the stream, mm -hmm. and that is actually because this console is supposedly able to. Um, stream the game to the controller. Now, the bigger question is a lot of people have asked the question, can you take it outside of the house? Mm -hmm. Is it something you can turn on your console if somebody's watching TV, you can stream it to the controller as an alternative? Or can you take it with you on the go? If they do it th that way, are they killing the D 3DS already? Well, because uh, this, unless they put 3D built into the controller too. But I mean, let's face it. There are a lot of people that have problems with the 3D and the 3DS. Or, like it messes with your brain. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes it really hard to view sometimes. Right. Uh, Must kill Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little brainwashing tool there. Exactly. Um, but no, the question is: is like the 3DS improved graphics? Mm -hmm. It made the games look better. And even without 3D, the games look really nice. Are they gonna kill the 3DS so quickly because? They make a portable controller. Well, I would have to oh, say that yeah. Nintendo really isn't uh, nostalgic. I mean, they've had a tendency to just crush their 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 handhelds. It's like you get the DS, then you get the DS XL, then you get the DS yeah, I, like, and now you got the 3DS. It's like yep. they have no problem of just cutting whatever they're doing right now well, and move on to. In the all next fairness, game. it took the same card. It took the same game. It, it did, it did. But, yep. but now they've made a system that you don't need anymore because this one plays it. Well, then, yeah. But also, I was going to say, what's the controller going to cost? Is it going to cost the system? Oh, right. That, that is another question. Is like, how much are they going to price these controllers at? Can they actually make it cost effective to yeah. have to go out and buy more than what one? Want, but I'm playing a game. What if I want my friend? Then, and, yeah. Exactly. And how much is it going to weigh in your hand? <laughs> yeah, that could be a really plus, bulky controller. Plus, with a, with a screen going and you're... If you're wireless, how hot is that controller going to get? Yep. Uh, you know, that's something that I actually notice with my phone when I'm playing games I have it charging is my phone gets pretty hot. And it right. actually gets a little too hot to handle. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, whoa. Uh, but it up when it's cold. Man. <laughs> but the, the thing is with the controller, too, is if they don't stream the game to the controller and it's, you're playing Call of Duty and they're streaming your stats and stuff, how much are you actually going to utilize that screen on there? Right. Are you actually going to look down at your screen and take your eyes off the action just to see what your kill streaks are and stuff? Right, so it's it's basically going to be like what Sony was talking about with their PSP and their PS3 link. Yeah. When, like, this could be part of the game or whatever. You Grand Turismo, when you could use it as the rear view mirror. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it sounds like getting an expensive gimmick. It's just a little something you don't need or you don't really... If you're a hardcore, you don't want that. You want to be... All your action is right yep. here. You don't have to keep looking down to see, all right, well, I got three grenades. Oh, I just died. You know, it's... You'd either have to play with the controller at eye level so you can just quickly back and forth, mm -hmm. making it uncomfortable to play. And plus, depending Kinda on how... Kind of like the Wii. Right. <laughs> depending on how, how much that controller weighs, you're holding your arms yeah. out. Or <laughs> I know you get to work out just to play the, exactly just to get a wee stream all over your face, and, uh, oh, and uh, you know it's it's just weird. I mean, I think it's a cool idea. But the other thing that that screen could do is it could clean up the HUD on the on the screen itself. It could take away a lot of those on-screen things that you really like six inches clutter up. 
you know, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, if you're, if you're well, putting your health on there, uh, all right. <laughs> if you're putting your health on there and your grenades and stuff like that, uh -huh. it cleans up the screen a little bit so that you are focusing more on the game itself, which is kind of cool. I like that idea, but I think it would work more for single player versus multiplayer. Now they could also do like what they've done with the DS and make it a huge DS, like uh, uh street fighter, uh, 3DS. Yeah. Yep. Where your touchscreen could be like your combo buttons. Yep. Where you press it and it does the super combo or it does it like that. I guess you could do that off, like you can control your grenades or whatever from this touchscreen. And Trent pointed at me during that because he yeah, does know I own a 3DS and uh, and I like the 3DS. I will be kind of bummed if this controller just crushes it because I, I like it. I, I'm a little bored with the games that are out right now. I can't wait until they start releasing some of the bigger ones. But getting back to the to E3... And what we're about to see with the Wii 2 um, is what what do you need from this system to actually make you jump ship? Are you going to jump ship? Are you going to own them both? Are you not even interested? I th what do I, you think? I think personally, the first round or first launch, I'm going to just wait. I'm just going to yeah, see how it goes. I agree. And when I say that uh, I will buy it if Zelda is amazing, but <laughs> I don't want Zelda to be a launch title. I want it to be long. I want it to be thought out. I want it to be more epically than amazing. You know what I'm saying? I but at the same time, one thing that's been also rumored is if you think of the next Zelda game, Skyward Sword has been very, very low-key lately like mm -hmm. they were pumping it up big time and all of a sudden it just kind of went whoosh, maybe, down maybe and they, that may be a launch title for the wii 2 they may be redesigning the graphics and stuff for it to make it that big launch title that makes people because look at what nintendo did with the 3ds mm -hmm. they kind of crushed themselves because they really didn't give you a good first person launch title you had steel diver and you had pilot wings <laughs> pilot wings was fun well, was, Street Fighter it, didn't that wasn't that a launch? It was, but it's not a Nintendo exclusive. That's true. And that yeah, that's what I mean. Zelda is a, a Nintendo exclusive. You didn't get Mario. You didn't get Zelda. Nothing. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, when it comes to it, when it comes down to it, it's all about giving the players those launch titles that they really want, and like the Marios, the Zeldas, those types of games. The system are, movers. The system movers. Yep, for the hardcore gamers, mm -hmm. because you know Nintendo has really never been known for as they are a hardcore gaming community with Nintendo because Mario you don't think of as a hardcore game but it really is yeah, it really is, it really is. Yeah. and so Zelda and Metroid and all those first person games but Nintendo really has to be strategic with this launch because they didn't do the best job with the 3DS they moved a lot of units they actually missed their goal by about 60,000 but they still moved 400,000 units across the US which is pretty impressive mm -hmm. with a system that didn't have that many great launch titles mm -hmm. i mean there was street fighter there were some good ones again maybe it's the gimmick <laughs> yeah and, and i mean a lot it of people is, bought out of curiosity it's, yep. it's a cool gimmick i'll give them that you got 3d without the goofy glasses i will probably buy it day one because i am a sucker for <laughs> new technology uh, that's true um, you hear it's but, fantastic so. i hear it's fantastic <laughs> yeah. leading off to what you said you're gonna uh, first adopter what is gonna make you what cost what price will bring you to that? Oh, I must have it. So far, the rumor prices for the system are between three hundred and fifty and four hundred dollars. Which I feel like, if it has ten eighty p graphics, if it does look better than um, the the PS three and the Xbox three hundred and sixty, if it truly is better than 
I will probably invest money into it. What do because, you think? Oh, I'm sorry, but what do you no. think uh, the multiplayer, like, online versus... That's online? what that's, they got to figure out. And that's what I would say. I, I, it's That's what I want to see. the only yeah. thing that they're selling is that well, we have better graphics. Oh, yeah? Well, we have a better online community, yeah, and we got all these... hardcore games. Right, we have better hardcore games. What are they going to bring to the table that I'm going to want to go play? Not, I mean, if it's good graphics, fine. Whatever, that's nice. <laughs> but if they don't have something to back up their good graphics, you know, if they're going to bring out pilot wings, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the stream, or <laughs> your launch titles are going to be Echo the Dolphin, <laughs> or, yeah. or Chase the Dragon, or whatever that you know. It's going to be like Spyro. Oh, come on, no, I know. That isn't Spyro Sony. I don't. He's on so many consoles yeah, now. now. Yeah. But I'm just saying, they he's have a slot. Yeah. <laughs> Spiral gets around. <laughs> yeah. he, is, he doesn't blow just fire. Uh, Whoa. All right. Who, anyway. who, would, uh, um, who would take uh, Sega's cake? You know what I mean? Like, who took over Sega, kind of? Sega, Sega is just is basically they're, that. They're distributing. They're distributing. Well, now. they distribute the here's games. something. I don't know if. This is just me spitballing, but uh, Nintendo could bring back Shamu. Come on, Shamu Three. <laughs> but uh, yeah, in a recent uh, game and no, yeah, that's why I say this. The the developers said that they are working on bringing out a Shamu Three. And then he threw could, it they, the could they could they do then, that? Could that then, be a big break for Eddie Three for Nintendo? But for me, anyway. yeah. But if it's strictly if it's strictly for Nintendo, then I mean, like I got to get the Nintendo now. Exactly. Yeah. But if it comes off of the Xbox, then you know. I'll well, here's it. the thing with it is that that I want to see an E3 and that will make me want to go out and buy a system because they they need to show me a lot and and I am a sucker for new technology but at the same time there's got to be something to excite me with the 3DS it was the fact that there are some really great games coming out in the middle of the year so yeah. June July era there are a ton of great games. There's new Resident Evil. There's the new uh, Zelda. There's just a lot of really good hardcore games. Here's what Nintendo needs to show me. They need to show me that they can cross-platform games from the PS3 and 360 over to the Wii. Mm -hmm. If it's going to come out on those systems, it needs to be on the Wii too, and it can't be a, a backdoor title, per se. Like, right. like the Maddens, where look at Madden. On the 360 and PS3, it is an absolutely spectacular game graphically and everything, and the things that they've added are awesome. But this, la but look at last year's Madden on the Wii; mm -hmm. it's drubbed down. There's there's like barely even a franchise mode there, and the characters are cartoony. Yeah. I want the same game across each. Maybe even just looks a little bit better. And the other thing that they've got to do, perfect key in point. They have got to nail the multiplayer. Right. Get rid of those effing friend codes. Yeah, right. My goodness. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they have it stuck in their head that they have to do these stupid friend codes because they're ridiculous. I mean, yeah. it's like having to type in a code on Xbox to put yeah. in a new month of, of uh, the right. stuff, but you got to do it every time you meet someone. Right, exactly. It's a, little, it's a little excessive. Now, do you think with the Wii coming out like that, if they revamp their uh, multiplayer is it gonna be free like sony or is it gonna be paid like microsoft well wasn't uh the original wii free for like youtube and stuff like that? well i mean like the friend codes and what yeah no, I, and it I is free the wii is free to play online right now mm -hmm. which i can see them actually developing a little bit better more reliable system than sony mm -hmm. and well let's face it yeah, right now yeah. anything's more <laughs> yeah. reliable than sony but we'll get there <laughs> um, but with that, um, 
I feel like it'll be a little more reliable, but I also feel like it'll be built more like Xbox. And mm-hmm. I, th- I think, and I think it's gonna be free. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be free like Sony and built more reliable than Sony and look a little more like the Xbox well, if, if they do it right. If they're going for like, oh, we gotta keep up with them and like not surpass them. Imagine what Microsoft or and or Sony's gonna do. And here's the other big mm-hmm. key: is I'm not going to go out and buy a Wii too if the rumors are correct. That uh, there is a possibility Microsoft undercuts Nintendo, takes away their thunder, because Nintendo did make a little bit of a mistake announcing this a little yeah, early, way early before E3, because it gives EA potentially right now has development kits for the new Xbox that is rumored to be no later than 2013 release, mm-hmm. saying as early as next year it could be released. Could could at E3 they announce the next successor to the Xbox 360? And if, if they do. Right cut the Wii off because there's Sega. There's Sega. (laughs) You're cutting off your Wii. Um, There is Sega all over again because Uh, they're just going to be absolutely demoralized. Well, if you want to look at it like that, remember when the uh, Sega had uh, the uh, little screen for the 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 controller? Yeah. So it keeps going back to that screen for me. Like, what are they going to do with that screen? Yep. And also, but and how is Microsoft going to undercut them? Are they going to do a new system or are they going to come at them with a, a handheld i don't know i xbox has been rumored for so long to do a handheld and but what can they really do with a handheld now that because i mean the ngp is already coming out we've seen it we know what it's all about it's going to look beautiful like ps3 and everything it's got touch sensitive it's got dual joysticks all this great stuff touch screen but um, the, the thing with Sony though is that they don't really support their handheld right but so, so far they have over 70 developers developing for the right. NGP so it looks like they're getting some support like Nintendo got but here's the thing is Nintendo or is Xbox really willing to sacrifice what they have in the home console market to jump into portable? Because there is a sacrifice when you do that. Mm-hmm. To properly support your in-house studios have to make games for both, which takes away what they can f- do for the home console. And in my mind, yes, I am Xbox biased, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. I've owned both. I've owned a PS3, so, um, yeah. and, and you still own a PS3, you just yeah. haven't gotten it fixed. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But who would right now if you set down? But, you know, as far as the Xbox goes... It's a it's a system that I feel like is just superior to it's all of them. It's playable. It's it's it very is. playable. Yep. And the online works, it, which it, is what games have gone to. And exactly. when you, when you're playing with the Wii, you're doing all this, and yep. you're not sitting down. And some people just want to sit down. Or... And the other question is: Is does Nintendo Nintendo's two smartest moves? I think with with the new Wii would be number one or three. I will say, number one looks better than the PS3 and 360. Number two. That it uh, gives hardcore gamers what they want. Mm-hmm. It gives them a, an opportunity to play. But number three, you got to make it backwards compatible. Look at how Sony shot themselves in the foot yeah. with I've, not allowing people to play as, the PS2 games without well buying Xbox, a launch. As well as Xbox. So only yep. a certain number. Now with the but even Xbox drive, supported. I have, well, with the built-in hard drive now, there's even fewer games. That you're yeah, that is true. I have, uh, have heard uh, reports that it'll be backwards compatible to GameCube. Yeah, like GameCube. Wii, I've heard that too. It, it will you know, work on the Wii too. Yep, you'd have three sets of games you could play. So, you know, three generations. So, so coming out of the gate, you'd have a huge selection of games to go. Huge with this, selection. But, well, I was gonna say if they're gonna. Well, our graphics are better than Xbox and Sony's right right now. 
what happens when they come out. Well, and that's, and that's why the rumors of Xbox bringing out a new one is kind of scary for Nintendo yeah. because if the Xbox, if it's only slightly better and Xbox brings out their system, you can better believe it's going to be leaps and bounds over the 360, which is going to absolutely crush I was, Nintendo. I was looking at the, some statistics over, over the best controller ever and the Wii was like you know, number 10 out of 1 to 10. And uh, the Xbox 360 was the number one because of it, just how well it fits in your hand and how yep. playable it is, as I was saying. It's, I, I don't know what they're going to do with their controller. Put a big screen in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put some dubs on it. And, and one thing we really haven't touched on is what is Sony going to do? Uh, yeah. If they come out of the gate with the new system to like completely blow everybody away. It'd be like, all right, we messed up with PSN, but here's now this new system <laughs> with a new built-in PSN that's even better. I mean, you know what's going to be pretty cancer? funny is if at E3 Nintendo brings out this new system and Xbox and PS3 actually go first. Yeah. PS3 or PlayStation already knows that Nintendo's bringing out a new system that they're going to debut at E3. If Microsoft brings it out first because they're going first, then it's PlayStation, then it's Nintendo. And Sony's sandwiched in the middle without a new system, and both yeah. the other ones do. So well, what do you get up there and say? Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry about the whole PSN business. Yeah, uh, exactly. We uh, got a phone coming out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we've got a we've got a NGP and a PlayStation phone, and uh, yeah, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we got some software to show. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's the thing for me. E three is going to be huge. It is, but. Um, for me, I need to see leaps and bounds over the systems that are out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that I would spend money on a Wii because I do enjoy the type of games that they have. The the Metroids, the Zeldas, all those games. I love those games that they have, so I will support them if they bring them out in a timely manner. And, and because, uh, it, because you don't know... Uh, you have not you Whoa. listeners. Oh, okay. Sorry. They don't know that okay. you have kids, and you have kind of scaled back your your mature game playing, and yep. you want something that even if your kids are on, you can play. Exactly. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys don't give a flying fladoodle. We're, we're, we're reading our Playboys while we're you know playing video <laughs> games, free basing heroin, and we're <laughs> drinking our burr. And we're drinking our burr. Burr. You know, we don't we don't care, but but yeah, that's that's one thing that I think will lean a lot of people towards Wii is that it's it's also fa- it's very family, family friendly. friendly. Uh, yep. But that's what has rejected the hardcore. Yep. It's like you you yeah, do these little fun games. like carnival kind of games that only the kids can play and you don't have anything for the adults or the older kids in the house to play. And that's that's where Sony and Microsoft really shine is that they have mature deep games that they can offer over the Wii. Now with the Wii too that might be something different. Maybe, yeah, very well, maybe. Maybe we'll see a Dark Mario, you know, like an yeah. Epic Mickey. Which was a cool game. Was, I have to say, Epic Mickey was actually really fun. I was really impressed with that game. Did not expect a whole lot from it, but it was actually really good. But you bring up some good points. that, it, And there's where Nintendo's backwards compatibility is smart. Because if they make it backwards compatible, you open up all those family... Friendly Wii games, mm-hmm. but give the hardcore gamers what they want. Because you could even take it back to Ocarina of Time. Because when uh, when uh, I think that's getting an HD upgrade for the 3DS. Oh, uh, 3DS, yeah. Oh, really? I, that's I, where you see. I, I didn't know yep. that, but I was gonna say they bring it back because when they gave out uh, uh, keep going, Twilight Princess. Yep. Uh, they gave <clears> out the uh, Ocarina of Time with I. I don't can't remember if you had to buy it or it was with the pre-order, but you could even take it back to then. And I love 
Majora's Mask and stuff like that. Wind Waker, even. Yeah, yep. really, I've never played. Wind Waker. It's 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 like a cart. It's, it's the self shading. And yeah, everything. yeah, it's, but it's it was still, it still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in Ocarina of Time is seeing the reboot on the 3DS, which I'm because super excited for. That's one reason it's I bought a legendary it. game. I mean, it's, yep. it had it 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 went it. It was a lengthy game. There was in-depth things that even if you didn't follow the story, uh, there's still side quests and stuff, uh, which was huge back in the day, and it still is. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, okay, so wrapping it up, what are you guys, three things you would have to see from the system to go out and buy it day one, Connor? Uh, they they have to convince me that the screen on the controller or whatever they're going to do about it is going to be you know, worthwhile or something like that, and I, I I really don't know. Other than, uh, again, as I said, uh, if they're gonna make Zelda a launch title, make it epic, make it mm-hmm. last the the length of time, like uh, Ocarina of Time, and yeah, it's that's that's what it takes me. That's it. Me. What they would have to show me is a strong third party uh, backing of games. They I. Get away from like the family friendly. You can keep your family friendly, but give me something. Uh, I won't, uh, you can. I don't mean don't make a game called Point Blank in the Face where I just shoot. <laughs> but there's right. that. It, the, um, a strong showing that way. Uh, a, a, a compatible multiplayer and a network. You know, yeah. I mean, you'll have your Netflix and your Hulu's and your Facebook connects, but like the way you play multiplayer-wise. You know, no friend codes or anything right. like that. And the third thing would probably be um, price. Just what what are you shipping it to? I mean, 400 I think, would be the max for me. It For a launch system, if it comes with a controller, the system, and maybe a game for 400 yeah, I, I might be all over that. Not on the uh, initial launch but later on down the road for me it's all about the online number one it has to work they have to develop the proper working setup like xbox and even like sony even though psn's been a little (laughs) but um it has to it has to be more like that um on top of that, I need to see something that is better and actually is going to sustain past the Xbox and the PlayStation 3. I need to see something that's not just a smidge better, but that's a whole leap better than that. And also uh, price. Again, I think pricing it competitively, that's what the Wii did out of the gate, and they did it very smartly, and that's why they moved a lot of systems. And even right now, it's still the cheapest system with the current price drop at 150 bucks, and you still have a lot to play. I mean, the Wii has a ton of games. Whether they're hardcore or not, there's a lot to buy if you do like games. So I do need to see that third-party support kind of wrapped up in the price. Mm-hmm. So I need to see cross-platform games and, and the price kind of gel together. I need to see maybe even you get Call of Duty on here on the PlayStation 3 for 60 bucks, or you get it on the Wii 2 and it's maybe 55 or 50 Like oh. and keep the prices more competitive nice. because they are developing, uh, they are developing towards, remember, <clears throat> it's the Wii. So they've got to keep some branding there. 
they're going to keep those people that bought the original Wii maybe to transfer over. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think the pricing comes in competitively with both games and systems. So mm -hmm. I, I can't wait to see what's coming up. E3 is just around the corner, guys. Uh, it is June, I believe, 7th through the 9th, and we should see all sorts of great things. We're actually going to do a couple podcasts during that time period. Uh, we're going to try and do one smack dab in the middle after all three of the big uh, name conferences, and also at the end as a wrap-up, just as kind of a preview of what we're going to be bringing you. Um, but uh, without further ado, uh, let's move on to the news. <laughs> All right, that's enough, Trent. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so the news is a rapid-fire segment where we're just going to throw out some news topics. I'll throw it out. I'll have a really brief discussion on them. Um, the, one of the first things that came out this week is that Sony actually released a price on that uh, nifty new phone they had, the Xperia Play. It's dated for May 26th release. It will only be on Verizon. At $199, bucks. Trenton, would you buy it? No. All right. Well, that was a quick wrap-up there. I, I don't know how the rest of us feel, but me personally, I wouldn't buy it. Connor? I could buy it way cheaper. Exactly. <laughs> and Yeah, I, I'm all about that. So um, let's move on. That was short enough. Uh, Best Buy is getting 3DS hotspots. Connor, are you going to go stand in the middle of a Best Buy and play your 3DS? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> well, I, I got stuff to do. I, I can't be chilling around in Best Buy and be like, hey, what are you playing? <laughs> you know, Best Buy is going to be the new Barnes & Noble, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's going to have chairs in the middle, coffee, like drinking, lounges, all sorts. Maybe I'll go every once in a while, but I'm not going to buy a, a 3DS just to even go to, hey, it's, I got one now. If you owned a 3DS and, they, and Best Buy offered something for you to play in their hotspot, maybe... But Let me speak to this. I own a 3DS. Yeah, you do, so there you go. I, I'm not. I'm not going to Best Buy to play my 3DS. I'll play at home. Thank you. Um, the uh, the other branching topic off of that one is that Nintendo has announced they're pushing back the release of their store, their new eShop store, and everything. Uh, so it's a little bit of a disappointment with no web browser launched from the very get go. Trenton, does this make you even more leery to go out and buy a handout system from Nintendo? I think so. I mean, it, I mean, you gotta have internet. You gotta have somewhere to go. Other, I mean, for me personally, I mean, if you're a kid just playing a system, that's fine. That's what you do. But I, I like to be on the internet. Yeah, for me, it's all about the eShop. I mean, that's a bunch of classic games you could buy, and I can't even transfer if I own a DSi the titles I bought in that eShop over to this one. That's a big letdown right now. So, uh, yeah. I'm just not going to buy a, a 3DS. <laughs> We're just cutting it out. <laughs> yeah, it just ain't going to happen. Well, there's nothing really I would want to buy it for. I mean, I'm not about handheld. If I want to play a game, I can. I want to play it on my big screen. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, you I don't know. It's got 3D. Well, yeah. Oh, well. So balls. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Got real again there for a minute. Uh, we'll make sure the kitties aren't listening during that one. Um, the next news topic, Sony is offering incentives totaling up to $104 in value if you own a PSP and PS3 for the PSN debacle. Uh, you two own a PS3 in the same house, so uh, are you going to get fixed? Uh, <laughs> it, I think that is the start of what they owe the players of PSN. I, I think that they're loyal fans, that uh, especially the people that bought PSN Plus, the, the and they're getting some bonuses playing. too. I yeah, but I think that's a start. Uh, I think that they there's more that they could do. I just 
couldn't really tell you what they could do. I want their fingers. Yeah. I, I want yeah. a finger from each of the people at Sony that screwed this whole thing up, got my credit card stolen. Yeah. I want a finger in the mail from them. I mean that. Yeah. You want to get fingered in the mouth? <laughs> hey, hey, whatever works you for you. Yeah. Fingered them. Oh, okay. I see what that. So, uh, <laughs> moving on, guys. Uh, Ubisoft has launched their movie studio, and they have now confirmed that they are going to do a Splinter Cell, a Assassin's Creed, and also a Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon movie. Are you guys excited for these movies? I am excited for uh, Assassin's Creed. I, I, I'm when I say I'm an RPG person, I like uh, to go away from guns and modern day things. So uh, when I see Assassin's Creed was a great game, uh, one, two, and three, and four apparently. But but yeah, but I would I don't know uh, when people make uh, remake movies and you no know, from games, it doesn't really seem to work out too well for them. But I would like to see how Ubisoft does it because Ubisoft brings the heat. That's that's what I'm saying. Like we've seen uh, a property of Ubisoft made it to Prince of Persia, and mm-hmm. that uh, that that wasn't great. No, Disney right. took that over, and yeah. it's just like we'll get Jake Gyllenhaal, and we'll just totally screw over your entire <laughs> movie, your whole game thing that you built. Yeah, like we'll just use the name, and then we'll put you know all these a characters. red button. Exactly. <laughs> he presses the button, and all of a sudden. So hopefully, with Ubisoft holding on to their creation, they could make something way better. I mean, uh, I think Assassin's Creed will be awesome. Have you have you played Assassin's Creed Two? I have played two. I have I have played Brotherhood as well, and I am I will go on record as saying is I'm not a Brotherhood fan. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were, and and I understand why. I just it started off way too slow. Well, a lot well, of walking again. He's walking. He's walking. What about running? How about <laughs> but no, what I was going to say is that there is an extra in Assassin's Creed 2 where it's a movie. They do a movie. Uh, it's. Uh, I hear it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Altair's. Uh, not Altair. Uh, Enzios. Yeah. Altair was the first one. Yeah. Enzios the second one. It was uh, Enzios' dad as an assassin, and it's a little short movie, but it's really great. It's really yeah. good. And it's. It's Ubisoft made. And here's what Ubisoft has promised uh, with this game studio, or movie studio, um, is that they will be more true to their games. Um, so being more true to their games and keeping the story closer, the one I'm excited for is Splinter Cell. Well, I think Splinter Cell, think about Conviction on the Xbox 360. That was a pretty epic game. It was really short. Yeah. But I have, uh, there's very few games I finish, and there's very, very few games I go back and play again. That's one I actually finished twice, and uh, it's it's just that kind of story uh, that um, stop whispering you two. That's the kind of story that that would keep me interested because I find Sam Fisher such a neat character overall. So I think Ubisoft creating this movie studio really smart move by them, especially if they can bring out some really high end movies. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is it gonna be a, a literal remake of the game? Or is it going to be, you know, something maybe new? So or? far, what they've said is they're going to be true to it. Okay. That's about all we know. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, guys, we're moving on to new releases. All right, guys, we're back with new releases for this week. Uh, L.A. Noir uh, just came out on Tuesday. Uh, I know Witcher 2 for the PC came out as well, but 
Who, who really freaking cares? Well, well, unless you're a PC gamer. Yeah, I'm gotta, sorry. Gotta be, okay. PC gamers are serious gamers. Yes, yeah. PC gamers are serious gamers. I'm sorry to all you PC gamers out there. My bad. Yeah, what well, LA Noir is all we really care about. Oh, and Fable 3 came out on the PC too. Oh, uh, so did. that's actually a big PC game for Well, them, let so. me throw this in here. What the hell, Microsoft? <laughs> Seriously, uh, you got to get games for the, micro, uh, the, for the Mac. They won't do that. It's Mac. <laughs> it's Mac. I'm an idiot. They're a PC. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> take that back. It's, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm an idiot. It started with an M. But anyway, what I was getting at is I have a MacBook here and I can't play Squat on it except for if I want to buy uh, you World of Portal Warcraft. You play Portal 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. have it for Xbox. That's but, true. I do. Uh, World of Warcraft. That's about it. Yeah, well, so as far as new releases go this week, guys, uh, it's Ellie Noir for both PC or 360 and PS3, Witcher 2 and Fable. All right, guys, so we're back again. Uh, we want to uh, we want to let you guys know that each and every week, or at least every couple weeks, we're gonna try and do some type of giveaway. And uh, we're going to reward you for both following us on Facebook and Twitter and also GameTZ, which is a great trading community. If you don't know what GameTZ is, um, go to GameTZ.com. It's a lot better than Guzax or any of those other trading sites out there. You work one-on-one -on -one with people to arrange your own trades and just send games back and forth. So really cool. Find a lot of great uh, things at great prices on there. And I'll tell you what else. There's some awesome people on there, too, to deal with. So... Um, definitely go out and support GameTZ. It's free to join, um, and uh, we'll be doing some giveaways from them uh, from time to time as well. Um, but uh, this week, we actually have a couple of giveaways. One for the Facebook, Twitter, and GameTZ uh, fans out there. They're going to follow us on there, and hopefully they'll listen to our podcast too and have a chance at winning a couple prizes. And then uh, the other one is strictly to our listeners on the podcast. And so, first up, we're going to have pictures uh, on both, uh, or all four venues. We're going to have pictures of what we're giving away on there so you guys can see. But the first thing that we're going to be giving away is a uh, pretty cool thing we got from the launch of L.A. Noir. Got a huge poster that actually folds out. It's like a banner uh, that you can actually hang uh, across the ceiling. It's two-sided. Very, very neat banner uh, that we're going to give away uh, to the lucky listeners of our podcast. And then if you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and GameTZ, uh, we will be giving away a Modern Warfare 3 poster that was pretty exclusive to GameStop Reserves. Um, and typically, I think it was about 50 per store. So unless you were one of the first 50 to reserve it, you probably didn't get one, but you can get one here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, without further ado, we're going to actually ask uh, on the website... Uh, or the podcast, a trivia question. And uh, I think uh, Trenton and Connor have got a pretty good one for us this week. So, without further ado, guys. Drop knowledge on them, Connor. <clears throat> okay. What famous character's face appears on Manjaro's Mask Zelda for the Nintendo 64? So that is the question that is, uh, and that you guys will have to send in on the website. They will. And uh, an answer. There is a form on the Contact Us where you can actually go and submit it straight from the website so you don't have to email our special email addresses because we are cool like that. We have our own. Wow. Uh, cool. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, if you guys want a chance to win this awesome L.A. Noir banner, um, please enter 
uh, for a chance to win on the website. And uh, keep listening to our podcast because we'll be giving away great stuff. Um, Games, swag, all sorts of stuff along the way. The winners will be chosen at random. Yes, they will. Uh, everybody that guesses the right answer won't necessarily be the first person. We're going to put uh, everybody's name into a, a random generator that we have because uh, we're special like that. And uh, we're going <laughs> to, which is a bowl with pieces of paper in it, but uh, we'll call it a generator. Um, and uh, pick out a name at random and uh, select that winner. And we will let everyone know next week on the podcast. So you'll actually have to tune into next week's show to see if you won. Um, and uh, on top of that, um, on the Facebook and Twitter and GameTZ, we are asking, what do you want from a Ubisoft movie? Do you want it to be purely story-driven from the game, or do you want something along the lines of another Prince of Persia? And why? So give us a quick answer, no more than about two sentences, because... Uh, we were hooked on phonics at one time, and uh, we're just now learning to read. So uh, give us give us a chance to get through all these. Um, so no more than two sentences in what you want out of a Ubisoft movie and why. Um, and we will pick a winner at random that we will post on Twitter, Facebook, and GameTZ uh, within the next week or so before the next podcast. So, um, guys, this is uh, where we wrap up the show. We actually go into uh, our segment we like to call Extra Lives. <laughs> Alright, so Connor, start us off. Well, see, there was a straddling salesman. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well I, it's what I can't wait for, right? Yeah. It's, I, can't, I cannot wait for uh, the fourth quarter for Mass Effect 3 or Skyrim. And. Uh, what am I most excited for? It's probably Skyrim. I love Mass Effect, and you say I'm biased because I'm still playing Oblivion, but uh, it's just, I don't know. I, it's probably Skyrim. I have pre-orders, and I'm waiting for Duke Nukem Forever, uh, Modern Warfare 3, because I got in on that whole thingamajig, and uh, Deus Ex. I, I mm-hmm. a lot of good things about Deus Ex, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, uh, another thing I'm interested for is Bioshock Infinite. Uh, I think that's going to be a pretty sweet one. It's kind of, it goes away from the other two under the sea, and now it's in the sky. So that's Whoa. what I'm waiting for. <laughs> All right, guys. So wrapping up my end uh, for me, it's not as much about what I'm looking forward to, but actually a company that ha- needs a really strong start to E3 this year, and that's Nintendo. Uh, they've got to come out and show us that they are actually here for the hardcore gamer, and that they're here to stay, and they're not going to be that next Sega console that's going to take a dive and actually be the demise of the company. So uh, my challenge, hopefully uh, somebody from Nintendo hears this, is to Nintendo to actually bring their A-game this time around and provide the hardcore gamers what they've been looking for all along. And that is all we have. Guys, we are done with the first episode ever. Woo! And we are awesome like that. So, uh, guys, we hope you come back and join us each and every week. Eventually, we're going to have this up on iTunes and Stitcher. We're in the process of getting all those things out for you. Until then, keep listening to us on uh, our website. And also, we're going to break this up into segments and throw it up on YouTube, uh, maybe some of the shorter segments and stuff, at least the, the topic portion. So, guys, thank you for joining us. And don't forget, come back. 
to the dualsticks.com. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Do that. Out. Power down.